Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And I don't know. Goop is like losing me. I mean, I am going to be honest with you. I just picked my worst and craziest as we were sitting here. Yeah. Well, I couldn't pick a craziest this week. Oh yeah. Okay, good. I feel good because I was like going through it and I'm like, I guess I'll say this. There, I had I picked a saddest instead, but this... I mean, they really are like running on half speed before then. They're I think they might have done this last year too, but yeah. it's rough. So it's, as we all know, um, LA just shuts down in December. Yes. It's just vacation city. And so Goop is, they're on holiday break. Yeah, there's less like, you know, travel guides and the social register. It's and basically a just recipes. like a link to Barney's. Like, that's yeah, it. It's like they well. might as well just send you that. Um, but what should we t- should we talk about what we did last night? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So Aggie came over to my house as well as friend of the pod Bridget Ryan and uh, her husband John. Is that trademarked? Friend of the pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everyone says right. Or, Does it, I, I don't think oh, everyone just, says it's just it. The pod. I think American it's just people. I've been listening to those podcasts too much. I me too because it feels natural, but I, I think it might just be says, them. Oh, maybe. Well, no, actually. Everyone does. I think people say, if not that, like, friend of the podcast. Maybe it's friend just friend of, of the, the pod. pod. Friend of the Goop Pod. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, no, there is the Goop Pod. <gasps> don't tell people about the Goop Pod. Our enemies. We've alluded to a competing Goop Podcast before. But yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you guys to seek it out if you so wish. Enjoy. You will be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we... Uh, at my house, we gathered around, and um, my husband this year, they like randomly, he, uh, they randomly select uh, people to be on the uh, SAG Screen Actors Guild nominating committee every year, and John got picked to be on it. So we got 
a million screeners. Uh, they have of everything. All the movies that are coming out, like for awards. It's like being friends with Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I'm like a pig and shit because I love, I love like Oscar stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like my hobby, especially this time of year. Like I listen to a bunch of awards podcasts. Yeah, and it was honestly like so sincerely so thrilling for me this year to actually get to vote on uh, like the nominations because John is part of SAG so he'll get to vote on the like the after it's nominated the actual awards every year but this one we actually get to pick from like all the movies that come out like which ones we think are uh, I mean I'm I, technically sure. I'm not supposed to do it but I, I watch more movies than John does so so you have a yeah, yeah. you influence him um, but and that's why it's all bullshit so the awards season the, yeah well no I I don't know about the other members of the SAG nominating committee's spouses, but I take my job very seriously. Yeah, no, I, but it's not. But you're not the one who got, who got sent, sent to. Um, but so you know, you know, we've all seen Lady Bird. We've all seen. I haven't. Call me by your name. We've all seen uh, the post. Whatever nope. the no, but Aggie hasn't seen. Any of them. I haven't seen any of them. But last night we did, decided to do a screening of a couple movies that probably won't get awards consideration. Double feature. Double feature of. Two of our well, fallen heroes. <laughs> two, no, two of our <laughs> uh, one, Mr. Woody Allen's new magnum opus, Wonder Wheel, and the other, Mr. Louis C.K.'s uh, Fever I Dream. You, <laughs> I love you, Daddy. <laughs> Fever Dream. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we spent four hours uh, so long watching two movies by sexual predators as. Um, Aggie gorged on keto Parmesan sauce. Yeah, so I'm do, still doing keto, and I was like, okay, well, I can't. I was like, I'm going to have to order dinner or something. I'm coming right after work. I told made a big stink about how, like, I can't eat anything. And everyone was like, we're not getting ready to eat, you fat pig. <laughs> like, we're just watching a movie. But I was like, okay, all I can eat is, like, nuts and meat and cheese. And Brian was like, oh, my God, I have these things called Parmesan whips. Parmesan. Parmesan wisps. Wisps. From Costco. From Costco. And... They're like these, these cheese. This is my movie review. They're like these cheese chips. They're made out of Parmesan cheese, and they're as crunchy as chips. And when you're doing like a low carb diet, the I think the one of the worst things is like you never get like that crispy texture. Like nothing is crunchy really, except for like celery, maybe a good blueberry, you know, romaine. I mean, but you're not getting like a no. Good, like, well, it's like that crunchy mix with the like. Fatty and salty. That and you get savory. A, yeah, chip and a cracker, that type of thing. You can't get it. Yeah. And there's like hard, it's hard to find something to like dip something into. So if you're dipping into like guacamole or something, you're always using like a vegetable. So it's just like wet on slime and it just starts to, after a while, get gross. At least to me. My friend in college, this is a while ago, did like low carb and this was so gross. Uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant and she ordered guacamole and it came in, and she would just lick the guacamole off the chips That's and then so like gross. discard the chips like peanut shells. That's like one of the worst things I've ever <laughs> <Yeah>. heard. <laughs> I mean just skip it. Just skip it. Yeah. Um okay, so I went ape shit on those fucking wisps. What what are they called? Wisps. I went crazy on them. They were so good and that was that's basically my review of the evening. It was so <laughs> worth it to eat those fucking chips. Uh yeah, you I mean, you had a glint in your eye. And I, I know that glint when you're restricting your diet some way. Any little uh, beacon of hope, you go crazy. Cause I was so excited. Because they are, it is like, a, it's very Parmesan-y. So it's like very savory, very sharp. And I think after, you know, 
six or seven of them yeah. it's like enough yeah but not but for me <laughs> so um so you ate yeah a, a fair percentage of it <laughs> and you know what costco like costco size bag it's that whole bag was only 10 grams of carbs in the whole bag like, that's amazing um, but i didn't eat the whole bag no, i think i probably eat. got like seven grams of carbs out of it sure um, and At most. Uh, you get to eat the rest of the bag. I know, because then this morning Brian brought the rest for me, and I was like kind of embarrassed that I ate no. like that. But then at the same you time. You any other dinner. Like I had a real dinner before you came over. So oh, okay. You didn't eat any more than I like, So yeah. I'm just being a normal yeah. person. Yeah, exactly. um, and then the move, this is nothing has to do with Goop, but there's oh, nothing yeah. to talk about this week with Goop. So yeah. we're going to talk about this. I mean, we'll talk about uh, Goop. So. Yeah, the, the screener of I Love You, Daddy was literally sent out the day before that New York Times story hit. I mean, like, and what a lucky movie, break it was, for you. Yeah, really. I mean, couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, John's seen the movie twice now. I don't think you've seen any other movie this year twice. No. Yeah, well, he's been forced to watch <laughs> yeah. it. Because it's like, I mean, people are going to want to see it forever. I, yeah. It's just such an oddity. It's like the movie that... no one's going to see Like, Yeah. I mean, man, yeah. Uh, it's worth it. It's fucking insane. Wonder Wheel is less insane. Wonder Wheel is just sort of like... To me, you liked him, but I, it was just sort of boring. And it was just like a kind of boring Woody Allen movie. But I, yeah, well, I was telling Brian, I felt like it was like a Douglas Sirk Woody Allen movie. Yeah, like it was a saturated color and this like melodramatic plot. Uh, Kate Winslet plays, you know, this uh, unsatisfied housewife. So yeah, it's very yeah, she's sort of, kind of like a like a Tennessee Williams character, like tragic yeah, heroine, yeah. and um, and she I hooks up with Justin Timberlake, and then Justin Timberlake also uh, gets involved with or falls in love with Kate Winslet's uh, stepdaughter. Sound so familiar? Yeah, very autobiographical. Um, um, but it's definitely from Kate Winslet's point of view. Sure. So it would be like, yeah, it's like if, I mean, he always writes movies from a woman's point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. he does. Uh, um, and then I Love You, Daddy. I mean, we're not going to talk about it here. It's, 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 yeah, it needs to be seen to be believed, really. Yeah, I mean, I love you, Daddy. The thing is, like, it's hard to know what you would think about I love you, Daddy, if, like, it didn't have this huge cloud over it. So, I love you, Daddy is, like, definitely, like, a, like Brian said, a fever dream. It's surreal. It's his homage to Manhattan, so it's black and white. Yeah, but it's, uh, like, not very, I mean, it doesn't look good. It's shot, like, I don't. I don't know who the DP is on it, but it doesn't, they were in over their head when someone was, when yeah. was like, have this look like Manhattan. Yeah. It was yeah. like, it doesn't look like Manhattan. I mean like Wonder Wheel for its oh, was flaws. Was he his own DP? He usually shoots it himself, right? I don't know. Unlike I'm a like, Canon D and yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever that camera's called. Um, but like Wonder Wheel, whatever you say, like it looked really good. Yeah. I mean, like the Coney Island beach scenes were like really beautiful. Justin Timberlake's little short swimsuit was nice. Justin Timberlake is shot like a Douglas Sirk guy. Like he's like a he's like a yeah a, like a hero man like thing. Like he's like sculpt. I don't know. Whatever. I guess I don't want to like sing the praises of Wonder Wheel too hard. <laughs> it's not great, but it's compare. It's a lot better than the Louis C.K. movie. I'll say that. Yeah, the Louis C.K. movie's a mess. Uh, but it's just like, and it's too long. It's like rambling, meandering, and it's like kind of like we thought surreal. it was over, and then it was like there was a half hour left. It there the movie has a natural end, and then there's another half hour that doesn't need to be in it. Uh, but it's a curiosity. I feel like people will be passing these screeners around for years. To I come. think it's gonna be like a cult thing. I mean, do you think it'll actually? come out eventually on no. some like louis will release it on his own website or whatever no oh my god no i mean 
No. I don't know because the orchard has the right. He probably isn't legally allowed to. I don't know. Um, Because the orchard had the distribution rights. This is so far off topic. But they canceled it after the thing. So I don't know that Louis could actually like be like, oh, I'm going to release it on my website. I don't think he could. And... I mean, it is like Exhibit A. Like it's... I don't think it's Exhibit A. I really don't. I think it's like... I mean, it's just kind of eerie and uncomfortable because he's like talking a lot about like consent and like what it is to raise a daughter and the problem with Louis CK that I've had for a long time and it's not just this movie is like he's always talking about what he thinks are female issues from a male point of view as if that's relevant and like that's been his entire career and I've never you know he's funny he can write a joke whatever he's like a good stand-up I guess but like I just have never like I, that was like a big part of his TV show to me. And I've just like, I didn't like his TV show. And like, I didn't really respond to the movie for the same reason. But then like, when you know, on top of that, what he was doing the whole time and then still having the audacity to like, that's what he's going to talk about in a movie. It mm. like makes you mad when you see it. Yeah. Cause he want he wants to address his personal demons through his art and yet not actually talk about them well he's not i mean he's not taking any responsibility he's projecting all of it yeah yeah. um uh well maybe won't make our top 10 list this year but it was interesting i mean i was i had a good time last night i'll say that oh i had a blast (laughs) (laughs) i mean but it was like 90 percent of my fun was those chips those wisps well it was both of these movies are more interesting than this week's issue of goop that's got Uh, the only thing that got me through this week goop wise was jennifer gunter's uh Twitter account. Like, I'm enjoying that more than She's, Goop now. I know. Well, I yeah, but I thought last week you said you regretted following her on Twitter. No, I rescind my regret. My regret. Well, what's going on on Jen's Twitter? So this morning, she wasn't, it was, she, you know, she does a lot of retweets, uh, a lot about um, uh, Mueller, all that stuff. Oh, God, uh, Jen. So you have to weed out the, the those ones because, like, you get those from everywhere. Uh, this morning, she just retweets now anytime anyone says anything um derogatory about goop she just is like yes this is good yeah so this one guy i think i started following i don't even know if he's a doctor but he was just he just like made the observation he was like it's funny that uh like goop talks about not eating processed food or conventional vegetables when gwyneth when they have like cocktail recipes and alcohol is a carcinogen and also gwyneth admits to the occasional cigarette and then Jen Gunter was like, yes, oh, that's my point. What's your fucking point You're, that like they don't think it's good for you, but like they do it sometimes anyway. Like no one's perfect. Human. Jesus Christ. It's like they don't. Oh, my God. I mean, they don't like come out so strongly for or against anything. I mean, like it's obvious like they influence you. <laughs> and it. But basically what Goop is in favor of is like being rich and wasting your money on shit. Like that's what Goop is about. Yeah. And like. I don't know. I think these goop uh, antagonists are they they don't understand that most people read this with a grain of salt and a sense of humor. They really think that everyone that reads goop is totally indoctrinated. Yeah, and maybe and we're sounding like we are. <laughs> I mean, look, and maybe we are, and maybe we are. We are, but we, you know, can't afford to be full goop, so we have to be a little bit like making fun of it. Yeah, um, yeah. but I, I really do. I know what I said last week. Now I say. You don't get the full spectrum unless you follow and you regroup and follow Jen Gunter. It, they both make each other better. Yeah, they're I like know. they're yin and yang. Yeah, they're like um, I don't know a 
animal with whoa i can't think of what i'm saying a dog with a bone <laughs> dog with a bone i was not uh, uh a parasite and a host that's what i meant who's the host and who's the parasite jen gender is the parasite oh yeah um she should have her own newsletter she should i mean the she anti- does have our blog but it's not it, a newsletter. it really needs some work like it doesn't look good i don't think i mean i guess this isn't like a controversial statement she's not a great writer She's a very hysterical writer. No, Brian, you uh, can't say that. I know. She's like, it's, she, she, to read her prose, you can hear like a, just a, a crazy woman ranting. And I'm not saying she's a crazy woman. I think she's right <laughs> probably 95% of the time, but it is, uh, the tone is intense. Yeah. She's really mad at goop. She likes Capitalization and exclamation points a right. lot. Okay. I mean, I got to be honest. I don't really read her blog that it's much. It's worth it. Okay. I mean, I've read her like big thing about like Yoni eggs being bad or whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I could honestly do a second podcast every week about just Jen Gunter now. Gunter Watch. Yeah, Gunter Watch. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Um, all right. Well, let's just... We're, I know we're procrastinating here because there's nothing fucking There's not really about. that much to say. I'm um, really relieved that you don't have a craziest either because... No, I tried to find one and there was nothing crazy. There was um, a little bit of sadness, but even what I have is not that sad, so... It's kind of jolly. Yeah. Christmassy. Um, what What was your best, if you have a best? My best? Oh, my best is actually like a pretty good one. Um, there was this article called... Oh, for, Goop does something that I truly can't stand, which is calling children littles. I can't stand that either. Oh, fuck. I mean, don't do it. So they were like, you know, dressing. It's as bad as gays when someone says my gays. Oh, my. I think it's, it's as bad as that. Yes. Littles. Ugh. Littles. Don't make them into nouns. They're not nouns. They're adjectives. Just say my children. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so. I just can't stand it. So it's like short for little ones, I guess, which is also weird. Yeah, it's just it's just a cute way of making an adjective into a noun that people think is adorable. Can't stand it. Okay, so they're like, here's how you dress yourself and your littles for holiday parties, but it like also is how you're gonna like take your work outfit into an evening outfit <laughs> with your kid at a party for Christmas or something. Who's dragging their kids to these holiday parties? I don't know. So they're like, and it's since it's a work of art, we're going to show you like people from the art world and how they do it. There's an art to it. I mean, it was a stretch. Yes. And then. And it was also, that article was sponsored was by Gucci. Head to toe Gucci. They were yeah. like, so what's your art? What are you going to wear? Gucci, 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 Gucci. Everything that everybody was wearing was Gucci. And, and that it, was like their guide. It usually was they're funny. a little bit sly about like if something's sponsored by a They'll have like a couple pieces from that designer. And this was like with our partners at Gucci. And then it was literally everything Gucci. This was my everything, worst. Everything. Well, it was my like, was you know, best. it was my best. Because it was like, I was like, this is like, this is pretty goop. I mean, to just be like, how are you going to take your littles from day to night? It was like, you can't make a more goop thing unless it was like they were like bloodletting at the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like. You go from day to night and you have to take your littles to a Christmas party and here's people from the art world and here's what you should wear. Just wear head to toe Gucci and you'll be set. Um, the first, they had two ladies. One of them, her name was Casey Fremont. Her sons were Rex and Casper. I'm just like, don't make your kids model. It's like gross. Even if it's like a fun, they're not actually like in the modeling world. It's just not, it's gross. Do you think she got the name for her kids from the movie kids? Are th- are those people both Rex and Casper? I don't I think Casper, Rex is, yeah, yeah. but it sounds like it would be, doesn't would be, it? Only you would name your kids after the movie Kids. No, <laughs> movie I wouldn't. Show. I should have named my dog, though. Um, and then the other lady, Isolde Brillmeyer, her daughter was Farah, which 
I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't like that name either. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Real quick. And the first mom with Rex and Casper, they were like all wearing pajamas. Were they? They all had a pajama element. So like one of the boys was wearing pajama pants and like a shirt. And she was wearing like a Sleepy Jones pajama shirt yeah. under her blazer. I don't get it. Um, the second woman, her job is honestly one of my dream jobs. Oh, she is, is the executive director of arts, culture, and community at Westfield, which is a chain of the malls. malls. So she gets to yes. pick what like public art goes into the mall. Oh, that is a Doesn't really a good cool job. job. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that was like, I saw that and then I, I was like, wait, is that what I think it is? And it was what I thought it was, which is really cool. I wish that my job was like, yeah, like somehow just like being at the mall and like always just like thinking about the mall, yeah. helping the mall <laughs> in some way. Yeah. <laughs> well, also like this woman... And I know this was my worst, but I, the first woman, eh, I could do without her. The second woman actually seemed cool because she had a PhD in like art history or whatever from Columbia. And then she worked in the nonprofit sector, like helping people. And then I think she had Farah and was like, oh, I need some cash. And she's like, Westfield, here's oh, really? my resume. She's like so super overqualified, but I bet she's getting a nice paycheck from Westfield. I'm sure she is. But, you know, people make a shit ton of money doing nonprofit too. Oh, like Clinton Foundation, Uranium, Russia. Oh, God. It's Look not just into the, it, guys. Oh, my God. He's joking. <laughs> it's not just the Clinton Foundation. I mean, like, you know, all these people. They're yeah. so... Philanthropy. Oh, my God. Those people are so rich. The big... Yeah, the big non... But like a normal nonprofit. No, people make a lot of money. Like in the... Like like people who like are like development and stuff. Yeah. And they... Like you make a... I mean, everyone to me makes a lot of money. Uh <laughs> Anyone with like a job, a yeah, that's what they, that's what I mean. They yeah. make they have a job. Like, no, they they it's like a good industry. Anyway. Um, all right, my best was easy martini pairings for your next holiday party. Oh my god, this was my worst. It was yeah. It was, I just like martinis so much. So wait, you had two? Oh, that was your that worst. That was my and this is your yeah best. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so I don't even know why this is this is my best because there was it was process of elimination. Yeah. Uh, I don't even like vodka martinis. This is sponsored by Grey Goose. So that's the, why it was my worst. Yeah, the the um but I was just like, just make them into gin martinis and I'll be happy. You're gonna um, mix gin and espresso or whatever the hell? Oh yeah, I guess that is the espresso one I would keep with you know what though? Here's a secret. As I get older, I have less tolerance for the really intensity the vegetal intensity of a strong London dry gin and mm. I find myself uh, getting drawn more towards the milder American style gins huh. and I fear that one day I will order a vodka martini and never look back no I mean because a vodka martini is fine if it's like a flavored martini sure if oh, it's God, like something French martini is my fucking favorite if you're at like the cheesecake factory yeah but I don't even know what's I... a French martini oh god it's vodka with Chambord, which is a, a raspberry liqueur, mm. and pineapple juice. When I worked at yum, yum. Um, the hotel I worked at in my 20s in Soho, we would go and get fucked up on pills and just order French martinis oh, and then wander home late. It was fantastic. Heaven. I know. Yeah. And then you got old. Not got just old. you. Yeah. Me too. It's like, <laughs> do you feel old? Like drinking and stuff like sucks now? Uh, Yeah. Well, now it's like, I mean, I think that's probably healthy for our livers. But now I like most of the time I'll have one... Or like one full glass of wine and then like a half glass, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then eight o'clock comes, so I can't even drink after eight yeah. on weekdays anyway, which is fine. And I think that's the other reason why this martini article struck home with me. 
because I don't drink martinis very much anymore, um, and I really like them. But oh, so the other thing I liked about it, aside the yeah, the recipes, whatever. I don't even care about vodka martinis. Espresso martinis are good when you're old because there's caffeine as well as the alcohol, so it keeps you going. Yeah, and I did like the return of those little chocolate truffles that they had last. That they oh, were those the thing you made? Yeah, and they were good? so they they fancied them up and they added instant espresso powder to them huh. um, to go with the espresso martini. So it's like a it's like dates and um, and raw cocoa and coconut, and you don't have to cook them. You just sort of, uh, you just like roll them into little balls um, and then rub them with espresso powder. So it sounded good. I don't know. Um, drinking's fun. Yeah, I mean, drinking's really fun. I mean, I barely drink anymore with my diet. Yeah. I mean, I still drink, but like, I still drink probably more than most people, but like, <laughs> it's nothing compared to what I used to. Like, now I have like one glass of wine every other night. Yeah, and that's probably that's probably what you should be doing. Good amount. <laughs> it's fine, but to me, I'm like, oh my god, I never drink, but I drink yeah, yeah. like, like the most that's like medically recommended, <laughs> but I think it's nothing. Um, but yeah, this was only my worst because seeing a gray goose espresso martini on Goop was just like I want to see that in the pages of like the magazine that's on an airplane Town or something yeah, united, like I, united martini suggestions or something i don't want this in goop and like and it's not that it doesn't look good and it's not that i don't get it but i just feel like gray goose is like kind of basic and also i don't know i thought even housewives don't drink gray goose anymore housewives are on tatitos now yeah, and so is Goop. I mean, that's yeah. what they show in their pantry. So, but like, obviously, Grey Goose just—it's—it's it's all spawn con. Like, they're just yeah. yeah so Ooh. It, could, it could be any. Like, that's the thing with these articles is they obviously get advertisements from these companies and and make articles, which is, so I guess, the, how the magazine industry works. Like, well, that's how it works. I guess that's how the world. Um, and Grey Goose is not a. Ba- it's like not it's, bad. It's, it's fine good. vodka, but it's I mean, just, if it I is very basic. If I buy vodka, like I wouldn't even buy Grey Goose. I'd buy like some like no. shit that was like free. Because Grey Goose is yeah, it's a, too expensive for the quality. Uh, I do get the Costco Kirkland brand that I've is like the that. French vodka that is uh, in the the shape of a Grey Goose bottle. Yes. So it's like hinting to you that it's actually Grey Goose. Yeah, which I don't know if it is. Probably is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that Kirkland stuff is like yeah, something, real. but they just sell it cheaper. Um, but yeah, espresso martinis are back. Like, because it's that third wave coffee. So now it's like cool to have like, you know, a La Colombe espresso shot with your fancy vodka. Um, and then I guess you still like, there's no it's fancy Kahlua. You just still do Kahlua. Too but. much though. Hey. I just I mean, like wine. Yeah. I just like wine. Vodka is too fucking much for me. I go crazy. <laughs> okay, so I was like desperately going through this newsletter trying to find a craziest. You have a saddest, right? Yeah. It's not even that sad. It's sort of cool. Okay, what is it? <laughs> oh, uh, so it was the um, on the Monday newsletter, the new associate communications that was gonna director. Be, okay, wait. Her morning routine. That was, yes. I... I me too. Let's just say okay. me too. Because I was going through it and I was like, I guess I can do this, but I would also make this my worst, but I would also make it my best. I don't know. Yeah. It's like parts of it were really aspirational. So it's this, you know, regular young white girl who works at Goop. Her name's Jacqueline. Um, she's the associate communications director and it's her morning routine. And part of it was sort of cool. And then part of it was sort of sad. So I guess let's just go through it. Okay. She sets her alarm for 6.30 and she gets out of bed at 6.45. Yeah, which I'm like, 
I'm one of those people that like always like set does their alarm or if I don't have to get out of bed like I like I've said before I will not get out of bed until like the last minute that yeah, I possibly yeah. have to because I'm a bad person but like I relate to setting the alarm and like in my dream world I wake up at 6 30 in the morning every day and like do a routine I was good for a while this past couple weeks, I think because I was sort of sick and I'm just like eh, this week I've been like sleeping until about eight but yeah I sometimes I get up at 6 30 I don't know uh but then her morning drink it's very weird. So she's like four, like literally she like has like four different drinks. Yeah. She first does hot water with lemon. My dream. Sounds good. Then she does a tablespoon of raw apple cider vinegar. Also and, my dream. You know, I tried that a few weeks ago and it was not pretty. Mm. Um, and then she says, instead of pills, I take a shot of fresh coconut water probiotic. That sounds refreshing. Sounds actually. nice. Yeah. Then of course, um, she does, uh, a big thing of goop glow. You know, the, the fancy emergency yeah. that's required. And then this is really what I thought was the saddest was her smoothie yeah. recipe. I was like, wait, is this a is this recipe incomplete? Because there's no like fruit or anything fun in it. It's, no. It's just all, it's like everything that Goop sells in a blender. So it's maca, <laughs> collagen powder, spirulina, greens powder, chia seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds, and kale. Those are like eight things that taste disgusting. Yeah. And then she mixes it with almond milk. And then she says, and this is the saddest sentence. Yes. <laughs> if I'm feeling fancy, I'll add a spoonful of my homemade almond butter. So sad. Because you know, when she says fancy, she really means if I can have those calories. If she's allowing, allowing herself, herself to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Um, and then she like, she lives in the Santa, Mon- like, Santa Monica Mountains or something. So she fucking goes on a hike every day. And then she... I guess drives to goop and that's her day. Yeah. She doesn't go, she doesn't go to the gym in the morning and she doesn't take a shower in the morning. She's obviously like a nighttime workouter and showerer, which I can relate to. That's weird. She doesn't take a shower in the morning. If oh, I love not taking a shower in the morning. Ugh, I feel gross if I don't. I love taking like a bath, like last thing before I go to bed and then like taking a shower right after and then like waking up in the morning and not taking a shower. Yeah. I guess if you take a shower right before you go to bed, yeah, it's just like I feel so great when I wake up in the morning and I've taken a shower the yeah. night before and like I don't have to. I don't know. It just like <laughs> feels really good. And you're like, I just have to get dressed. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I would say to Jacqueline, live a little. Put some like frozen berries in that smoothie. Half a banana, a something. Blueberry. Yeah, put a banana in it. My yeah. God, it would make a world of difference. Yeah. A banana and just commit to the spoonful of almond butter. Yeah, you can afford you need it. the protein. My God. Um, yeah, so both, I agree with you. What would you try? Oh, actually my try was like a really helpful one and it's something I've been looking forward to talking to. I mean, talking about, um, I would try the goop approved brisket recipe. So this was like a Hanukkah themed goop, goop newsletter, sort of, not really, but they had like one Hanukkah thing. They had the same article in the Monday newsletter and the Thursday newsletter, the which I, yeah, well, it's like the food, the Hanukkah food roundup. Yeah, is in both of the newsletters. Oh god, they're just they no couldn't even there. deal with writing two hundred. They're probably articles. like half of the staff is gone. Yeah. So, um, I, as I've said multiple times, am doing keto, and I've been sort of on the fence. Like, will I go off it for Hanukkah? Because when does Hanukkah start this year? It's like next Tuesday. Oh, cool. Or like it's. 
Yeah, I think it's on Tuesday. I'm going to make some latkes. Yeah, so the latkes are easy. I'm going to make them out of cauliflower, which will be fine. You can, any vegetable no. fried in a bunch of oil That's will true. taste good. Yeah. I don't care. And you put like sour cream on it, it's going to be good. The brisket. Okay, so I've also said my mother has always made the brisket, but also a few years ago, my mom went vegan, and but she still makes the brisket, and now it tastes like shit because she doesn't taste it. So it's like, I just, I don't want to offend her, but I want to make the brisket because it's like, I think let you me could, just... You could say that gently and not offend her, right? Yeah. Because she doesn't like, want to eat it, so she probably doesn't want to make it. She, I don't know, but she always makes it. And I'm like, and you don't need to like taste a brisket, I guess, but there's just something, since she like went vegan, it's like, I think she's just like more hands off with it. She just like throw, doesn't think about it or something. And, and you don't need to do, I mean, you basically just like marinate it and put it in the oven. Yeah. But there's just something changed since she went vegan. I don't know what it is. It doesn't taste the same. So, oh, and I think it's because also, like, she wants the vegetables. So, like, she makes them separate or something. Oh, so it doesn't touch the brisket. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. It just doesn't taste the same. But but also, like, I really... Okay, this is, like, also really fucked up. And, like, this is going to trigger everybody. But my ex-boyfriend's mom used to make, like, a really fucking good brisket. Mm. for And, like... um. You know, I spent a lot of holidays with these people, and it was just she poured like Heinz chili sauce Were on they Jewish? it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Heinz chili sauce on it, and it was like so good. So, well, he's they're half Irish, half Jewish. Um, she was Irish, but she like learned the recipe, whatever. Um, and brisket is pretty much like corned beef. Yeah, like it's, it's like corned beef. Yeah. yeah, but it was like his Jewish grandmother's recipe that she learned from whatever. Uh, but it, but the recipe is literally, I think, just like Heinz chili sauce. Hey, Heinz chili sauce is good. That's like the British one? or It's like Heinz, like that makes the ketchup. Yeah. And then it's like their chili. They have like a chili oh, sauce. Okay. It's whatever. I'm thinking of HP. Oh, That's yeah. yeah. And I'm like, could I make that? But I looked up the carbs and it's like, I can't have that. So it's I was like, sugar, well, that's yeah. out. But then this one, the only thing in it. There's like a can of diced tomatoes, which would be like kind of pushing it because I think tomatoes are like one of the more high carb fruits or vegetables or whatever, but they're like okay in moderation. So maybe I could swing it. And then there, it's dusted with some flour, but only three tablespoons for the entire thing, yeah. which doesn't seem that bad, but I could always just maybe like not use it because it's probably just to sear it. I didn't read yeah, it. Yeah, it, it would just be sear just it to sear it. You could not use it or it's fucking Hanukkah. Just have a. Well, yeah, but yeah. then like the whole point then is like. Either I'm going off or I'm going or I'm not. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. True. Yeah, if you're doing your cauliflower lot, because you might as well. Because it's like if you have too many carbs, like your body will go out of ketosis. Like it just will. I so. just picture you blowing up like Violet from Willy Wonka if you have too many carbs. No, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get fat. I just like my body would stop doing the yeah, thing yeah. that it's doing. So, um, okay, so. And then the other, but like the other big thing that like would break my heart is the donuts because like, oh yeah, my mom always gets like these incredible donuts from like, it's so Jewish. It's not even like Fairfax. It's like on the West side, like on Pico, like since it's like by like, you know, that's, oh God, I guess it's Pico like kind of like going into Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's it's that Jewish, it's where those Chinese restaurants are that you talked about Yeah. It's like around there. By Fox. By Fox. Yeah. She gets these donuts and they only make them at Hanukkah. Really? Yeah, you can only get them once a year. And they're like fucking good. Can I come over? 
Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good. They're so good. They're like, and because mo- the famous ones on the Hanukkah are like jelly filled, but this place also makes them with like chocolate cream Ooh, and yeah. vanilla cream. And like, I always have one of each. Like I go crazy on the donuts. They're sort of like those are, are they sort of like the Armenian donuts with the Nutella? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Cause they're like, they're very round. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and they're not actually super sweet. Like they're not like glazed or anything. Yeah. It's just very like oily. It's, and, and it's like, that yeasty, like almost sour taste it's yeasty it's like yeah it's not like a regular donut that you would get at the donut store but they're super good and the ones with chocolate in them it's like perfect because the donut part's like not too sweet i think you should just go off it for a few days maybe i should just go off it anyway but if i don't go off it or maybe even if i do and i want to make the brisket i would totally do the scoop Mm. uh brisket um well my thing i would try is also hanuk related it's the matzo ball soup recipe yeah uh which is not necessarily a Hanukkah recipe. It's just sort of a Jewish all-purpose recipe. It's just kind of a Jewish thing. And like, you always kind of end up eating it on Hanukkah because it's like, I guess this is Jewish. Yeah. I've never actually made it from scratch before. So I sort of want to try. I don't know that I would do... I mean, this scoop recipe is like pretty standard. It doesn't like... It's not like a, you know, kale and zucchini matzo ball soup or whatever. Um, So I might try it. But it just sounds... I've been... Like this winter, it's just soups. I love soups. And so I was sort of sick. I've been having chicken noodle soup and I made like a... Um, I made like a bastardization of a cassoulet last week, so I'm just mm-hmm. into it. Uh, so I think if I'm probably not going to have people over for Hanukkah, but I'll probably just do some latkes and matzo ball soup and call it a night. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, what would you buy? Oh, I would buy the Balenciaga red sweater. So another thing that I need to talk about because this newsletter is so boring and I can talk about whatever I want um, is like I used to hate the color red. I just like I hated it. I thought I looked like shit when I wore it. I used to think it made me look really fat, like a big fat strawberry. And I just like when people had a bunch of red stuff in their house, I was always like, this is just like, why would you want this like violent, weird color? But then now it's like kind of starting to change for me where it's like, I feel like red is like vibrant and beautiful a little bit yeah. in moderation. Yeah, in moderation. Like a, just a really, like a striking bright fire engine A striking red. Yeah. bright red is really yeah. nice. Um, but I didn't like it for a long time. Anyway, there's like this Balenciaga rib sweater that's that red. It's like a, just a very bright cherry red. And it's a steal at $1,295. And it's like an oversized sweater, which is what I've been doing lately. Yeah, your yellow one that you wore yesterday. And today. It's very cool. Thank you. I like it. Anthropology. I'm wearing a... What color like is this? Like a burgundy. Yeah, burgundy. Uh, H&M has good like sweater colors. Oh, yeah. I H&M is good. Uh, I have this. I have it in this color and I also have this one in orange. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, are you doing the thing where you buy the same thing in two different no, colors? No, I literally... It's, it was two separate shopping trips. I didn't even remember that I had. That's it was so the same sweater. But H&M, I think... I mean, they'll do like trendy different stuff, but they, then they have like their standards. Yeah. And so you could go in anytime and, and get basically one of Oh, these. really? Yeah, it's like um sort of like a ribbed texture yeah uh and they're always like 15 dollars. so i always so i always cheap. end up getting one and then i forget that i have more at home that's great but yeah uh but yeah red i think you would look good in red um, like even like you because you don't really wear colored lipsticks that much but like no. a red lipstick would look good on you oh thank you yeah, yeah no i just once in a while i will wear you know a nars cruella or something sure. or a red lipstick but very rarely, because I just, it's just not me to wear makeup a lot. Um, I want to buy, 
a four hundred dollar crystal incense burner. Oh really? Oh me too. Wait, can I see a picture yeah, of it? This is something that I feel like should have mm. been in the goop guide. The gift guide. Maybe oh, it was maybe and I missed it. Was. it. But oh, um I see. <gasps> it, it's like very cool and it's obviously four hundred dollars, so it's insane to get it. But it comes in like a little box that looks like uh an old fashioned radio almost. Oh and yeah. And then it's this sort of hollowed out semicircle um that would you know an incense burner that catches all the ash but then in the middle is like a ring of crystal and then you slide the incense through the ring and it's just very chic and it's you know crystals plus incense hey you can't go wrong um so yeah it was like it just was it sort of reminded me why i fell in love with goop in the first place something like this it's just like classic ridiculously overpriced completely useless but very pretty and fun Exactly. Yeah. That's goop. That's the best of goop. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed this <laughs> this podcast. We always um, hope you enjoy all of them. Yeah. Uh, so, watch movies. There's a lot of good ones out. Um, Wonder <laughs> Wheels, probably not the best. I love you, Daddy. You're never going to see it unless see it anyway. you're come over to my house. Don't worry about it. Um, you, uh, it's, you, you're not missing anything. No. Uh, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Goop Yourself and on Twitter at Goop Yourself Pod. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Pod, iTunes. Oh, here's a tip. Not really related to our podcast, but I stopped listening to podcasts on Apple Podcasts because the new version fucking sucks. Yeah, the new version is weird, isn't it? Get Overcast. It's a podcast app. It's free. Um, you can, it like will actually autoplay in chronological order oh yeah so well so to... will google so will apple podcast now oh will it i don't know well you have to like go and fuck with it and this it and will. there's um this one also like you can uh prioritize different podcasts so like the ones that you really love it'll just automatically play next and then the rest of them will start at the back of the queue which oh I really that's like. nice oh i'm gonna get it yeah it's really cool um what so, if they give us money now because we said i know right money. uh so yeah overcast is the new podcast app i don't know if you can rate stuff on overcast but if you can rate us five stars on that too Yeah, Uh, please. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.